0: Did you you record? No, not yet.
1: All right. Well, we're back for another episode. This is a big one for the Targeted Podcast. 50. So we had to bring in some guests. Episode 50. We had to bring in some people to help us out. We have everybody's favorite guest, host, Dan, and all the way back from the dead, the Pakistani Dom Toretto. The man who left us with no warning. <laughs> we have Omar. Back.
0: Part of the family. It's about family. Oh, my God. I know. Family. What well up, fam? <laughs>
1: you, you're still family. You always be family.
0: <laughs> Never turn your back on family.
1: Unless it's for cars. Right, Omar? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you find your car family. <laughs> oh my god oh man but yeah no it's, it's episode 50 man we're 50 in and you know we're just thankful that uh we've been able to do it for this long for this consistently uh, you know even the wife was uh, saying that she was proud of us for uh, for still being on so <laughs> for everybody out there that's been uh following us and watching and subscribing and liking our videos we appreciate y'all We've definitely um, gotten better at this, I think, anyway. You let us know in the comments. Um, I think our viewership has actually increased on average anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, we're doing good, You get to seven
2: people
0: yet?
1: No, we've had over. We've we've topped 100 a couple times
2: now. No, I know. I know
1: you guys mentioned that. That's actually pretty dope. So, but we're only going to get better. You know we're getting better with the promotion. You know saheed has got us on uh, multiple platforms now, not just YouTube. So you know, stick around, man. We're gonna we're gonna keep doing it. We're gonna get better, and hopefully at some point we'll do a live session um, as well. So can't as wait for that.
0: That's
1: why I meant in person. Yeah. In
0: person yeah. yeah, and we'll do the hot chip challenge together.
1: I'll I'll be happy to film you. I have a brand new camera. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, tonight. We are talking about a couple of interesting topics. Had to leave one off because our other co-host for this evening uh, had, a, had some things to do this tonight, so he couldn't make it. So I wanted, we're going to save that for a later episode. But we still got two, two big things to talk about tonight, man. One is that uh, affirmative action is actually back in the limelight. Um, you know, this week, <clears throat> um, the Supreme Court made the decision to hear a, a new case. We'll be talking about that. But first, we're going to talk about uh, this, this uh, rap music pretty much being on trial, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you haven't heard, you know, for those of you who haven't heard, there was an article, some articles that came out um, basically saying that, like, you know, some rap heavyweights like Jay-Z, Fat Joe, et cetera, are trying to push forward a bill um, to make it so that, you know, rap lyrics can't be used um, in, case, in, in court right, as evidence um, against someone. Um, and and I, you know, after reading through some of the stuff and going back and look at some of the court cases, I'm definitely in agreement. You know, I think, I think um, basically what, what they're saying is that by using rap lyrics against um, folks in court, it's basically making it so that it's, it's, you're basically saying like rap isn't really an art form, right? It's just They're just trying to make it like you're just telling on yourself. But we all know that, you know, as as real as these, you know, rappers uh, say that they are, you know, a lot of the lyrics are just, you know, telling stories. And there's definitely a lot of embellishment um, in those stories. And I have a hard time understanding how any of that could hold up in court. Um, So, yeah, I'll let y'all take it off, man. Let me get your opinions on
0: that. I, I have. I have. I've been so busy working my magic with all this uh, streaming stuff here so I didn't get to do the Pressing type all of research three that I wanted to do. Um, but I think this is actually a pretty interesting case that you that you brought up here. And what this takes me to is t- this takes me to the baby. You guys know about the baby, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. And I haven't seen, I think it's it's this song Rockstar about, you know, I'll shoot another one just for you two, right? And he's allegedly (laughs) actually killed someone (laughs) at Walmart, right? And, look, I want to be in accordance with, like, kind of what Jay-Z is saying. Like, it's an art form. They're kind of telling their past and whatnot. Uh, And, I mean, if Donald Trump can get away with, like, inciting a riot, like, they should be able to get away with, like, rap music. (laughs) So that's the way I see it.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: But (laughs) But, (laughs) But... I mean, at the same time, I'm looking at the baby situation and it's like, at what point is it art and at what point is it just gloating
1: <laughs> at this right. point,
0: right? So if, if you are on trial, like actually killing someone, right? And then you're you're in your music kind of talking about shooting at someone, it's like, <laughs> should that not be used against you? Right? Uh I mean, it's like, let me play for the case. Like this, uh, 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 what is it? Uh, was it Rockstar, I think, was the baby song, right? Uh, Some, yeah, I think so,
1: yeah. Like Running in think the beginning of a Rockstar,
0: <laughs> something like that. Yeah, so <laughs> when he's talking about shooting someone, it's like, that's kind of, that's that's gloating. That's, that's more than just art <laughs> at the same time. So it's definitely, to your point though, Nicholas, it's definitely a slippery slope, right? If you're... At what point I think it's more of a free speech situation, right? At what point sure. do as do, are you held accountable for what you say, right? And when does that make sense? Uh, so,
2: well, I'll tell you what doesn't make sense. I think we should start locking people up for mumble rap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it'll never be used in court against him. I can tell nah, you. Long 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
2: Your Honor, this is a young Queasy. Um, he's here Scoop, on Scoop. trial because of his <laughs> his violent words. Um, what? Is I mean,
0: the- what is that guy that snitched on, like, his, uh, uh on his crew? Um, Come on, the 6'9". Yeah, 6'9". Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> did they use his lyrics against him? <laughs> no, nah, they didn't have to.
3: They had him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was telling everything. But what, so what's interesting is that um, the practice of using rap lyrics, like, it's, it's not just something that happens in the United States. It's all, it also happens in uh, the United Kingdom, right? So there are some examples in the article where they were talking about, um, you know, they had like a rap expert in there and they were, you know, going over the lyrics. This rapper, his name was Unknown T, uh, real name Danielina, was charged over fatal stabbing at a house party uh, two years prior to him going, you know, to trial. And uh, what was actually described as an unusual move the trial judge actually dismissed the prosecution's attempt to use the rapper's lyrics as evidence um, against him, and he cited it as being highly prejudicial. So I think the other uh, the other thing that we you know should talk about is just the fact that you know still to this day, um, you know whenever someone talks about being a rapper, you talk about rap lyrics, it's immediately held in a negative connotation, right? Mm-hmm. Immediately, it's like you say it um, that the person is a rapper. And it immediately brings a, a bias um, into the jury, right? It immediately yes. makes them um, think and look at you different, right? And that's that's another thing that um, you know needs to change because there's still people out there thinking that like hip hop is this one like monolithic thing that is just you know advertising ignorance when you know that couldn't be further from the truth. If you just listen to the radio you're listening to just what sells, then yeah, I mean, that's, you're just yeah. gonna hear the same thing over and over again, right? But if you're really a student of the game, if you're really somebody who's really into the music and the art form, then I mean, you know, you know, you know, differently, right? You listen to guys like Fonte, you listen to guys like Common, and Jay Z, you know, I, yeah, I could name a whole Chef. bunch of different people, you know what I mean? Caleb Kwalee. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? It, you know, um, I mean, even as much as I dislike him, even Drake, even though I'm not even sure he's a rapper, he's a he like, sings, right?
0: Um,
1: but, you know, it's Mr. We, Hot it's Sauce still... himself,
0: Drake. Did you, guys, did, you, did you guys hear that story? Yeah, I did.
1: What was the story?
0: You didn't yeah. hear? Oh, my God. So I actually had to yeah. look this up because there he was and and so about, news this about this. Uh, so apparently, sorry to kind of sidetrack. So apparently, um, like, some woman is suing Drake uh, for putting like for him putting hot sauce in his condoms, because <laughs> when she tried oh, to
1: grab the this I condom, heard about this. Also, used
0: his sperm to impregn- impregnate himself and burned her. <laughs> <laughs> That's, <laughs> the drink.
3: That's hope,
1: so That's funny. <laughs> I hope she gets. I don't know how true this room, is, like, honestly, man.
3: I've yeah. seen a couple of sources report on it, so I'm, it must be some meat to that.
2: Yeah, I've heard of it as well. Again, yeah. I, I don't know how true it is either, you know, the, the facts, but I heard the same thing.
0: Yeah, no, but back to uh, what you were saying. That, uh, I What what I think is interesting about the connotation of rap music. So one of my former co-workers, right, uh, he was like entry level. He told me that he likes to like make rap music, right? And I just recently like just heard some of his like uh, his music. Um. And I think, it, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think he's, he, he's pretty good. Um, I do remember like one of the lyrics saying, like I'm, 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 out, I'm out here like spraying people or something. I'm like, dude, you work for me. <laughs> like, you're not spraying anybody. <laughs> like, well, I mean,
3: like. What's what's going going here? For this with me, I feel like you, we have to decide are our, our hip hop artists going to just be solely looked at as entertainers? Because yeah. if they're looked at as entertainers, let's say Anthony Hopkins was on trial for murder I'm not gonna play <laughs> Silence of the lamb as evidence because that was an entertain he was acting he was playing a part mm-hmm. if we're saying that's what rappers are gonna do then okay I'm, I'm I get the argument but that's not what hip-hop is about the big thing yep. in hip-hop is authenticity if you lose yep. that you lose just about everything yes so it's hard for yeah. me to say you can't yeah. use rap lyrics when hip-hop is all about being authentic
0: yeah so if you're okay okay about- a lot of people compl- act like they're authentic and they're not. So
1: don't well, tell me you're authentic. Though. Yeah, I mean, so I, I think that's a good that's a good argument, right? But mm-hmm. authenticity doesn't just mean that you only tell like exactly what happened to you in your lyrics. Your authenticity comes from the way you carry yourself, what what you're about, right? If 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 I can act and prove that I'm from a certain area or I, I lived a certain life and tell you tell you certain things or have people vouch for me. That's what makes me authentic. But if you see me, you know, trying to be um, something totally different and relaying the, that message like through my music, then you can say, you know, I'm not authentic or whatever. So I mean, I still think there's a fine line between it because yeah. at the end of the day, what rap has always been about is is telling the stories, right? Being the uh, being being the reporters, you know, for for you know the streets and the city and in and, and that in and that type of life or whatnot. That's that's kind of where it came from. You know what I mean, yeah. but it doesn't mean I have to just go out there and say exactly what I did. Hey, I sold drugs for fifteen. It's like it's like I don't have to spit in my resume, <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Not, so I did. Definitely
1: uh, embellish.
0: Have you guys watched the Boondocks? I wait. Have you guys watched the Boondocks? Okay, so there's an actual episode in this, right? Uh, <laughs> the, the tale of licious, right, where they actually <laughs> make fun of this. <laughs> they make fun of this, right? Where he's like. Uh, he has a song, he has a song called Play for the Jury. Right? <laughs> it's like, play for the jury. <laughs> and he played it for the jury and it took him to jail. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, the Blue Nugs is just ahead of its time. I mean, it goes back to the point I was saying, and I think Danny made a great point about authenticity. And I'm going to just talk about the baby again. Like, if you actually on trial for shooting somebody and your song talks about you shooting somebody <laughs> or you shoot somebody else,
1: so I'm did sorry, the song, kind of the song <laughs> like actually discuss the situation? Like that's what I'm trying to understand. I yeah. it actually it actually gave details like on the situation, like on the actual like
0: I'll have to look at his read it, uh, look at the song again, and actually look at the lyrics, but you know, he literally says I'll shoot another one like you too. I will shoot another one for you, i shoot another one for you. And that's like
1: that's uh, you know, that's the, like it's like just like, like push your teeth like one of my favorite rappers, right? all he does is make drug references and it's very possible that he, you know, did some things like way back when, right. Mm -hmm. What if you have been rapping for the last, you know, 15 some odd years and you're still talking about it. That means you're just, that's, that's like your subject matter is your subject matter. Like that's what you're familiar with, but you can't just take the man in jail for saying like making drug references. Right. Like, you know, that's true. That's true.
3: I may have just changed my position on this during this conversation because I I think Nick made a really, uh, because of that negative connotation that rap music has. Okay, I guess it's one thing if if you bring in a song where I just completely outright say, hey, I killed this person and I made a song about it. Okay, you should be able to play that. But you shouldn't (laughs) just be able to pull in music that I use if it doesn't have anything to do with the case just to kind of smear my character.
0: But okay, there is such thing as character witnesses though, right? Uh, In cases, right? So, for example, with I don't know, I think was the Kyle Rittner case, they had character witnesses for that case as well, right? Like testing someone's character, whether this person would or wouldn't do this, right? So what is that? How does that count in that in that narrative of yours? (laughs)
3: I think just because of the negative connotation of rap music, I think it is, it's a safe assumption to say that majority of people that are not black and brown do not like rap music. So if I play rap music for a majority white crowd, they're not going to be in my favor. I think that's, I mean, I'm making an assumption, but I think it's a fair
0: assumption. I wish we were talking about another topic of the N-word, because I would say white crowds love black music and they love...
1: Absolutely. I think it would um, depend on their age range. I, yeah,
0: like, yeah I, I, I remember. I remember yeah. going to a, a concert years ago in New Orleans, uh, the uh, a Voodoo Fest. Uh, Little Wayne came on, and let me tell you, every time he dropped the N word, like, like, "Yes," they'll they'll be. I don't know, but
2: I think that depends on where you live, though.
0: I think that's at a at a music festival. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I mean, that was more than ten years ago, <laughs> so mm. I don't know what the, <laughs> the word is now. But, yeah, um, that's kind of what I saw. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: So, Um, I mean, with the the uh, character witness thing, though, like, to me, that's, I feel like that's kind of a worthless thing to chase, right? Because I could be a shitty person, but it doesn't mean that I did what you're accusing me of, right? I mean, to me, that's a waste of time.
2: Well, even I mean, even
1: in the Cowritten House case, I mean, so people the what the witness witnesses. the witness that ma- the witness that matters is the witness that saw him shoot somebody, right? <laughs> <laughs> not whether or not you can say that like, he does his homework and comes home for curfew every night.
0: But that's what they do. <laughs> that's what they do. Okay, so how about this? They also use that to uh, character witnesses to help with the sentencing part of it as well, right? To like so if someone. Uh, robs a bank armed, but it's like he's really a good boy and he's trying to, like, he was really trying to support his family, X, Y, Z, all that BS, right? That's also characteristic. So let's say, for example...
1: I guess I could kind of see that.
0: Yeah, so let's say a rapper uh, <laughs> goes to, is, gets caught red-handed, like, selling, like, hard drugs, right? Um, Drug dealer, right? And then they want to play his music in... <laughs> Like he gets, he gets caught. He's guilty, right? So now they're trying to figure out the sentencing, right? Was he really authentic? Is he doing it for himself, or is he doing it for him clout? Do they get to play his music to help with sentencing? Is the question? No, that's my question, to you.
2: Yeah, I would say no as well. That's oh, my final. Like why? Stuff. Why would that have? Right.
3: Irre- yeah, I don't,
0: I don't. I don't.
1: But that's why this case sentencing? is so important. They help with
0: sentencing? No. Not with sentencing. No. So no, if a if a drug dealer who's in the rap, right, gets caught, right, selling drugs. And I want not talk about marijuana, like hard drugs, right? Um, affiliated with a gang that's responsible for like murder or killing somebody and gets caught. And he's saying it in this music, right? He gets caught, he's guilty, right? So now they're trying to figure out how long to put him in jail, right? You're saying that the music that he puts out, possibly bragging about it, right? Should have no relevance on how much he gets sentenced? No. Do
1: well, you think, think so? I, it, state your state your case. I mean, you think so? I I'm I'm gonna
2: say I I don't think that it should be because you know people do fabricate right when it comes to music. How can you really prove? You can't prove if someone's you know coming up with a fabrication or they're telling it you know hundred percent. Music truth, is yeah. music, right? Exactly, embellishing the truth, right? And plus, I mean, that argument has a very there's a very fine line between you know freedom of speech and then you know yeah. actual evidence for a case. And how do you separate that? You can't. You cannot yeah. prove under the court of law that someone's intention when they're writing lyrics or singing lyrics, you know, even if they came up with the lyrics on their own or whatever, that it was meant to be hundred percent real. Yeah.
0: Okay. But my very specific nuanced example was he said it and he was caught saying it, right? So if you're caught and then you're singing your music, does that still get used against you, right? And the general consensus is no, I,
1: but see, actually, what's what what what's sad is that like, if you caught if you get caught and you're making that type of and you're you're listening to, because it's rap music, then it automatically goes against your character. But if you were the same person and you're in the country music, you know they're not going to say anything, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you, you might you might be right in that one. Uh, there, there's probably race involved. So I don't know if you heard of the the, the, the group called Fun. Uh, they're the guys that's yeah. They are, they're the guys that are saying, "All the other kids with the pumped up kicks, better run, better run." Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're butting of- down right now. A- <laughs> <laughs> not know about that. Yeah, really? <laughs> uh, it's a it's hey. a, it's hey, a man, group called fun. It's <laughs> I am gonna have to send this video, send the music to you guys afterwards. But no, it's a group call fun and. That's what they talked about. Like, uh, all the other... That, that was their one-hit wonder, Dan. no, Oh, Nicholas. <laughs> Watch me for a second. <laughs> That's what they're talking about. But they're they're white dudes. Older white guys, right? So, if they get caught, like... Good point there. If they're caught, like shooting somebody <laughs> should they play back the, the, all the other kids with the pumped up kicks i
1: mean but and but but country music is, is a very story uh, driven yeah. art form right they're
0: they're not country music by the way just in the fly but yeah uh,
1: well i mean just for my example right yeah. but they you know you don't see the same type of scrutiny so
0: yeah this is also true. <clears throat> also true uh what i've learned from this is that we got to get dan and uh nicholas to hear uh pumped up kicks <laughs>
1: We happy sure. to tell you how trash I think that's next <laughs> episodes,
0: <absolutely. laughs> It's actually a good song. It's not bad. You didn't do
3: it justice, Fian <laughs> <the inside. laughs> Saeed. <That's awesome>.
0: Damn. <laughs> Y'all didn't know it. Jesus.
3: Oh, we didn't know it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: sorry. Sorry to let you down,
0: buddy. You're not sorry.
1: All right. Suck. So for our, our next topic, then, um, so this is an interesting one to me um, <clears throat> and definitely has some ramifications for me. Because again, you know, for a lot of the topics that we've been doing lately, like with regards to critical race theory in schools and some of the stuff that's been brought up in the school boards in Virginia, think about that because I have kids, right? So this next one um, kind of hit me the same way, right? Affirmative action is, is back in the news. Um, there's a case being brought um, to the Supreme Court about um, the affirmative action practices at Harvard and um, the University of North Carolina, um, basically saying that it was brought it was brought up by um, I think it was like a group of Asian students or whatever, basically saying that the affirmative action policies that are in place um, discriminate against uh, Asian students. Um, and so, um, what I had actually hadn't realized is that. Um, There have been a lot of affirmative action cases uh, over the years, right? Um, Me being, you know, I'm not very well educated in in laws and everything. I just went back and kind of like did a little bit of research on affirmative action, kind of how it started and just saw like just a whole list of of various cases and rulings. And some, not all rulings have been um, for uh, affirmative action, right? It's kind of gone back and forth. Um, but real quick before we, before we get started, I just want to give a quick timeline, right? So back in, uh, Mar- on March 6, 1961, John F. Kennedy issued executive order uh, 10925, which created the Committee on Equal Employment Opportunity and mandated mandates that projects financed with federal funds take affirmative action to ensure that hiring practices are fair. Right. Um, and so this was actually like the first time that the term affirmative action uh, was used. Right. Uh, so then in 1964, you have the Civil Rights Act that was signed by President Lyndon Johnson. Uh, and that kind of continues the, the prohibition of discrimination um, based on race, color, religion or national origin. Right. Um, and then, you know, President Johnson also made a very um, pretty good speech just talking about affirmative action and why it was necessary. And he actually made this speech to the graduating class of Howard University on uh, June 4th, 1965. And for those of you who don't know, that's um, important because Howard University is a historically black college, right? Mm -hmm. And he said that you don't wipe away the scars of centuries by saying, now you are free to go where you want, do as you desire and choose the leaders you please. You do not take a man who for years has been hobbled by chains, liberate him, bring him to the starting line of a race, saying you are free to compete with all others and still justly believe you have been completely fair. This is the next and more profound stage of the battle for civil rights. We seek not just freedom, but opportunity, not just legal equity, but human ability, not just equality as a right and a theory, but equality as a fact and as a result. And I thought that was a really, um, the way he worded that um, was really important, right? Because I, I do think that, um, affirmative action is something, um, that's still necessary, unfortunately, because racism is still very much alive, um, in this country and, and there and a lot of minorities in this country are still at a disadvantage when compared to their, um, you know, their white counterparts, right? Um, and so I'm not going to go down and like list out all the different things or whatever, but that was, I really just wanted to go through, um, just talk about like kind of how it got started um, and then go up to, let me see here, I think it was 2013, right? The court orders university the university to re-examine the affirmative action policy. So in this case, Fisher versus the University of Texas, um, the court Allowed universities to consider to continue considering race as a factor in admissions. So this new case, um, you know, for Harvard uh, brought up against like Harvard and, and University of North Carolina. Again, we're we're reexamining affirmative action policies and how they affect um, the student population, right? So, I wanted to get your guys' thought on that thoughts on that, right? Like, um, first off, you know. Do you think affirmative action, like, is still necessary today? Okay. For, starters,
0: for starters, Mo says a uh, beautiful quote, Nicholas. So thank you for support, Mo. Uh, yeah, there's one of my favorites, uh, like, comedians who, he did a show called The Patriot Act. Uh, his name is Hasan Minhaj, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's on Netflix, a they canceled the show like last year, but he did like, he does, he just just did great work and he actually covered this affirmative action uh, situation and how it's been years, just so many years, so many just trying to just destroy affirmative action and how they're actually starting to move to Asian students to try to fight that, that, Mm -hmm. that law now. Right. So I wish I, so the, the, I, I, don't, I don't have the names in like the, my, my notes in front of me uh, for this one, but uh, a man, he used the, um, uh, the girl. So you mentioned this earlier in your, in your explanation, Nicholas, uh, University of Texas, right? Uh, that she couldn't get to University of Texas and she blamed affirmative from the vaccine for it. Of course, she just didn't meet the requirements to get into University of Texas, but she blamed it. And that man was behind that case, right? Mm-hmm. This. Now he kind of switched the strategies to try to move it with Asians. And it's- I know a- who you're talking about. His
1: yeah. name escapes me. Go ahead, huh? I'm sorry. What's his I name? Know who, I know the guy who you're talking about. Now now I can't think of his name. I, yeah. I had read his name earlier today.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's the guy that's behind all the, most of these like anti-affirmative action uh, cases. It's also, let me tell you how amazingly racist <laughs> like, like this is, right? To kind of go with a- the Asians. Because this brings up the model minority um like stereotype right where we look at african americans and where they are in this country and we look at asian americans and we're like well they're doing so well like what's going on there like it's african americans fault and we don't look at we don't look at the past of like pretty much everything that has been done to african americans in exactly. this country to bring them down right and it's like we want to look past that. Every, every, at every st- chance we get, we want to look past that. We want to forget about redlining. We want to forget about uh, discrimination in workplace. We want to forget about like so many kind of nuanced rules and laws that has just helped keep African Americans just down, right? And like, imagine if there wasn't any affirmative action. Like, it would be the the numbers would be much worse, much, much worse. So absolutely, it's. It's, it's truly unfortunate and it usually when i see people kind of complain about that they don't want to know their history they don't want to no, understand they history, don't right? want to know history no. right they want to stay in their little ignorant bubble right? <clears throat> um i made this i made this uh, comment with nicholas right one of these guys that was arguing with me on facebook when i used to entertain facebook debates right
1: keyboard warrior
0: oh. yeah keyboard warriors <laughs> right <laughs> Like, uh, he took issue with uh, people calling Kamala Harris African-American because she was like her family roots were from like Jamaica, I believe. Right. But how do you think black people got to Jamaica? Right. Or to Brazil or to to Haiti? Like, they were always
1: there. (laughs) That's a
3: very specific detail to be upset about. Like, why is he mad about
1: that?
0: It's just, it's just like they don't want us to claim
1: Exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: People, people try to find a way to hide their racism, right? So that's what they want. <laughs> like, like, what? Like, what all issues? That's the one you want. Yeah.
3: So, so you
1: know what's issues. funny to me about that, though, right? Yeah. So Kamala Harris, I mean, she's number of different origins in yeah. nationalities that she represents, right? If she wasn't vice president and she's out in the street, she's just black. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right.
0: Absolutely.
1: Nobody's gonna care that she's. Thirty percent Indian or what have you, right? Nobody cares.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Another why part nobody... of history they forget too. If you're a little bit of black, you're black. That's how. That's how it was defined. So, yeah. But go, go ahead, Dan.
3: Why doesn't anyone ever get upset about legacy student enrollments? It's a great. That's just as unfair. But you know why? It's because majority of those students are white.
0: Yeah.
1: So, so talk about what talk, can you can you define what's a legacy student? Like what does that mean for, for those of so us who
3: If an individual goes to a university and, and graduates, everyone in their bloodline is now considered legacy. And as long as they meet the very basic generic qualifications, they can be enrolled into that school. Usually you'll see a parent, uh, they're they're usually rich or wealthy and they can make a, a nice donation to some type of facility or uh, some new community center or something like that. And little John and Jill is enrolled, just like all the other students.
1: Mm. Just like that. Yep. I mean, you already know how hard it is to get into these schools because um, you had the whole thing where I think those celebrities were like paying folks off to, to get their kids in the school. Right. So this is, you know, this is Harvard. This is like the top of the top. So I can only imagine how difficult it is to get in there, like on your own merits, because I mean, let's be honest, like it's getting more and more difficult to get into college anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is this is big. The the one thing that it does make me think about, though, so let's say that, you know, um, it, uh, affirmative action loses out um, in this case. Right. Um, you know, I went to Hampton University. So the only positive that I can honestly say—oh boy, I don't that even know this. Is, Yes, that <laughs> enrollment at HBCUs could go up because we need that too. They need the funding. They need the they need the enrollment as well, right? That's still that's still a very important thing, as much as important as, um, you know, integration is, and as important as it is to to go to you know where to be able to go to where you want to go. There's still something to be said for going to a school like that, which which. Yes, it's just because and just because you know an HBTU doesn't mean that like you can't go there if you're not black, right? Definitely went to school with more than just black people, for those who are out there wondering. But those are the type of schools that they don't have they don't have the clout that some of these other schools do, even though their programs are just as good, if not better. And they're not getting the funding either. Yeah. So
0: no, absolutely, yeah. No, this is going to be a, something that's going to be we're going to continue to talk about. It's just extremely, it's just so frustrating, right? That people are willing to, like, if you want to get rid of affirmative action, right? But you're okay with African Americans being paid less on average, right? Uh, being incarcerated more on average, populating jail more on average, and you're trying to take away affirmative action, like it's. It's really, that's really fucked up if you, if you think about it. It's really fucked up. If you're thinking yeah. about it from that stance, right? Where African-Americans, like I said, mostly in poverty, incarcerated more, struggle more, right? And now you're trying, trying to take away affirmative action. It's <laughs> yeah. really fucked
1: up. So then you, then you look at the um, the times that we're living in once again these days, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, racism and race has become has become a, a big thing again, right? Um, you know now there, that sure. the the Supreme Court is uh, they have a conservative bench now, majority conservative bench, right? And I was as I was doing my research, what I noticed is that um, the way a lot of these cases were voted on is right along party lines. You know, if you're a conservative, yeah. you're against affirmative action. If you're not then you're then you're a Democrat, right? So one, now not not only does that tell you pretty much how this case is is probably gonna go, um, but it should also inform you like that's why most black people, most minorities vote Democrat, because that's the party yeah. that always so appears true. to have our interests. And, and, and I'm not gonna say like they have our best interest because it's still, you know, it's still it's all crooked. I mean, as yeah. far as I'm concerned, but at least they're putting some things in place to, to help yeah. people out, right?
0: Yeah, I I, I want to point out, so you, you you pointed out that why uh, Black people vote Democrat. Uh, there is a very specific reason and I kind of want to have an, another episode on that, particularly as to why do Black people tend to vote Democrat and white, like evangelicals tend to vote conservative.
1: Give and us then, a preview, give us a preview.
0: Oh, okay, okay, I'll give you the preview. So, and this is something that I've read and watched and have been able to cross, to just cross my research and corroborate with so many different resources. So I'll, I'll start with this. Obviously, I mean, oh yeah. Have you seen 14th, the 14th on uh, Netflix? Yeah. So they talk about this on the 14th, right? And there's another like uh, podcast who's actually, uh, it's called like the Holy Podcast, go figure. And it's by like a white evangelical guy. <laughs> yes. But he talks about, he talks about why it goes into amazing detail as to why Black people tend to vote Democrat, why people vote Republican. And it's just, it's truly amazingly racist, especially considering Republicans are the one that freed the slaves, right? Like, where did this switch happen? So let's talk about it. And when you talk and when you actually ask these specific groups a little bit, you what happens is that they talk, they think backwards. When you look at backwards, what was a better time when you look backwards, right? And when you ask white evangelical groups and Trump played well to this group, right? It's like, well, they're back in the time you used to hit this or do this and do this and like nobody cared, right? Where versus when you ask uh, black people about this, right? Um, it was worse because during the civil rights era, right? Um, one, another big piece of it too is like during the civil rights era, Uh, religion paid a huge part of it, right? Obviously Dr. Martin Luther King was a preacher. Religion was a huge part of just that movement. Selma, he talked, he spoke about all of this, um, people who are with religious faith to come march with them in Selma, right? The, and just giving you a quick preview. There are times where there are both progressive and conservative Republicans and Democrats. But when we started seeing that party line switch was uh, during the civil rights era, particularly when they signed the Civil Rights Act in 1964, right, uh, by Lyndon B. Johnson. That was when it started splitting, right? Uh, And what happened afterwards was that uh, Nixon ran on the case of states' rights, right? Um, Because during the Civil Rights Act, we had to have federal intervention to let Black people go to integrated schools, to actually force people to integrate schools. They had to, Mm -hmm. federal intervention had to be done, right, to to, to allow this to happen, right? So Nixon comes out and runs this, like, campaign on states' rights. Why is the federal government, like, impeding on the way you live your life, right? And it's just hiding the, the fact that they just want to choose to be racist, right? <laughs> and allow for segregation and whatnot. So there's so much detail that I want yeah. to- Yeah.
2: Really no, get I'm, into this. I'm glad okay. you brought that up because I was for the last like 20 minutes thinking about if I should say what was on my mind or not. Um, But that's, a, that's actually a really good segue or I guess loop back to what I was thinking. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, and I, I know you guys would agree with this, but- you know, what I've seen, especially during, you know, Trump's campaign and throughout his presidency is obviously a lot of extremists, you know, like white people have have been in power, right? KKK and all these other like hate groups. Um, So, I mean, that's the obvious, but it also allowed us to realize, you know, like how much of that was always there. It was just you know, it, it was something that started becoming more and more taboo, little by little by little, right? Which is a good thing, right? Like, I, I mean, as in like racism, um, but then all of a sudden they were empowered. So, but one thing I've realized is though, like about this country, right? That racism, that that inequality, like that's I feel like that's always going to be somewhere in the heart of this country. And at the end of the day, you know, us minorities. I don't foresee, and I hate to sound like a pessimist, but I I don't foresee like this stuff ever really going away. It might improve, sure, you know, like I'm I'm optimistic about improvements. But you know, this one thing that I've seen a lot, and what I'm really trying to trying to say is one thing I've seen a lot throughout, especially you know Trump's presidency era, is a lot of Caucasians and and sometimes even my friends were like, you know, well, we I we feel like we're being attacked. Mm-hmm. You know and and that's such a silly thing especially for us minorities you know like i've talked about like my past growing up you know born and raised here and you know how you know i had and like we, we've all spoken about that before like live on, on on the podcast as well um so for us to hear something like that it's just so silly right it shows
0: how privileged they are right
2: it shows exactly how
0: privileged they are.
2: exactly and it it also goes to show it's scary that you just cannot get them to really understand that so, you know, while minorities are, are getting more and more rights, we're getting more, you know, minorities in positions of power. Um, like, like Detroit, I think it's Detroit somewhere in Michigan for the first time in history has like an entire Muslim, like city council or something like that. Mm. Right. Um, if, huh. if Mo, you're still watching this, maybe you can, uh, maybe you can comment on that and, and, and yeah. correct me. I forget where it is, but, but anyhow, um, you know, that's the thing. So as we're starting to get more and more, you know, freedoms, we as in like minorities, you know, now you have another group of people that, you know, the, the closet racist or the open racist, yeah. same group, right? They're starting to feel like their rights are being infringed on. And I feel like this is, you know, still like, you know, we're talking about like affirmative action. I think this is, you know, part of that conversation as well. And, you know, who knows which way it goes with the courts, but, you know, I, I don't think that that's ever going to go away.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not going to go conversation. away. It's not going to go away when people don't want to talk about it, right? Um,
2: well, it's not going to
1: go away when when the powers that be won't let you talk about it, right? Exactly. Thank you. I was right. going to say I
2: don't think it's just <laughs> conversation because you can have conversation. Look at Ben Carson, right? One of the oh. most like like well established doctors in, in in the country, right? Complete yeah. idiot, right? Like stupid. But so <laughs> you just yeah. you, you just can't talk to some people no matter how educated you know, they are, there's just no communication. A lot well, of that is, you know, they're, they're brainwashed.
0: It's tribalism, yes, right? Exactly. Like they're on their side and mm. they think on the other side. Uh, I want to quote James Baldwin's on my Facebook, not everything that is faced can be changed but nothing can be changed until it is faced. And I think mm. that's that's the, the thing that we're fighting for especially with a uh, critical race theory, right? And that's what they're trying to block, right? Uh, one of the things that was actually blocked in Virginia, this state, right, was critical race theory. And they just set up a hotline for teachers to report whether they're seeing the critical race theory in their class. And this is just a joke. I think we talked about this in our last episode, too, where in yes. Florida, there's a, there's oh. a law where um, you can't allow white people to feel uncomfortable if you talk about race. Right? That's Ooh, an this actual- is a law? The, it's, this is it's, actual- not, it's not a
1: law it's it's more like it's it's like a it's a bill it's like, that's trying like, to that they're
0: trying to pull the yeah, like right? piece
1: of is the piece of legislation to where um they're, they're trying to introduce something in i think it's like schools or certain organizations yeah. where like you can't you can't teach things or or say things that make well basically white people feel uncomfortable right and i still um have a problem with people's like so freely just saying, throwing around critical race theory. Yeah. Right. Cause they, they're just using that to cover up just teachers. And there are actually some good teachers out there who are actually trying to just teach history. Yeah. Real history. Yeah. Right. Right? They're trying to teach like things like he was talking about, right. Why do minorities vote? tend to vote Democrat. That's something okay. that needs to be taught. There's, to be a, there's a reason for
0: that. There is an actual yeah. reason
1: for that. You know what I mean? They don't want They don't want to teach about, there's a, so many stories and, and I'm so glad that um, it's almost February because last year we started a tradition where, you know, every episode we have a, um, a black history fact. I have so many more stories for y'all. Um, but I mean, these are the things that are not being taught in school. Like I've said like a hundred times, you get the exact same curriculum every year is is does not change columbus europe china and then you graduate <laughs> yeah hey, no, actually, no, sorry, uh, no.
2: before we change the topic a little bit one really quick thing so you, you can go this just interesting you, you mentioned something about um you know wanting to uh, share a topic every every podcast for black history month and i just saw something earlier today that to give you an idea of how not so long ago um you know the um the uh, civil rights movement was Betty white was 99 years old on the verge of oh, 100. Yeah. What was it a couple days ago or something coming a couple of yeah. days before yeah. her birthday. And we were all like, Holy crap. Right. Like she was a lot older than me, but you know, growing up, I remember watching the golden girls, you know, my mom would watch it. would be there. Definitely I would watch sometimes golden sit it. <laughs> it was, it was funny, but it was a part of our childhood for us. Yeah. Right. Martin Luther King would have been 93 years old today.
0: She's seven years older than him.
1: That's crazy.
0: Seven years. Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When I
2: read that earlier today, I was just like, yeah, it's crazy. And people talk about that's in the past. That's in the history, right? Anyway, you you said that, and and I just wanted to point that out.
1: I think Malcolm X would have been even younger, man. Was Malcolm X younger than uh, Martin Luther King? I remember the king was like a 27,
3: question. right? 27, 28 when he got his are PhD. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. So he was, yeah, he wasn't that old. Yeah, he wasn't that old when he was assassinated.
1: No, he was like 34.
2: Yeah, because he, he got
3: young. his PhD fairly young. Uh, thir- yeah. 39. 39.
1: Okay.
0: So,
2: no,
1: it's,
0: it's yeah, it's 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 infuriating. Like, I mean, again, it, it goes back to tribalism, right? Of where we are. I mean, and what's frustrating is that these people tend to be against us just for the sake of being against us and not really wanting to understand, like, the issues, right? Because you can, don't I don't think to. you can really, yeah. yeah. You can't really argue this at this point, right? That's
2: what I mean. So you can't have a conversation with people that are not willing to listen. Yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely. I will say this, though, so Nicholas, uh, United States have had, has had a conservative majority for a very long time, Right. Uh, they tend not to go against previous court decisions, but, I mean, you never know. Yeah. You, you never know, right? Um, so, like, with um, the abortion uh, situation just recently, like, they actually allowed Texas's law to go through, right, while they hear the case, which is just uh, nuts yeah. <laughs> to me, right?
1: Um, I'm in the middle on that, I mean, because uh, technically it's not illegal yet. So, I mean, well, you
0: know, oh, no. to... <laughs> no, the law has the, the, the gone through. So they're like Texas's law, very extreme abortion law, which they kind of use like a a very rare tactic to
2: rat on your neighbors and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. To, right? That's Jacques
0: Mann. People, they've they, yeah. they allowed to go through. Right. And it's yeah. just it's unfortunate.
2: Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So, but I what guess. What happens when, when
3: a woman tries to get a life insurance policy on her feet? Are they going to oh. let that go through?
1: <laughs> it's a life.
3: Can I get a $50,000 life insurance policy <laughs> on my, my baby oh, that's unborn?
1: No, in, in, in the conversations, when they're, when they're getting down to like, well, uh, it depends on how long it's been in the host body. <laughs> like they're talking about that movie alien or something like that. It's, that's it's, exactly
2: it's, what i was saying <laughs>
1: body when you when you're getting down into the weeds like that man i mean god only knows what they're gonna let you have.
0: oh look they obviously they didn't plan through right so like i remember when texas passed this bill and they're like well what if the woman who has is uh pregnant of like of rape and like an incest right so And the Texas governor responded with like, well, they don't have to worry about that because we're going to be forced making laws to prevent rape. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) Like, that's not,
1: that's
0: not how that works. (laughs) Yeah. So. uh, Ah.
1: Yeah. But I think the affirmative action thing is interesting because I mean, we're we're obviously not at the same point that we were back when the laws were enacted. Right. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like, um, things haven't improved, right? Yeah. Um, But at least in the Black community, uh, there's still the wealth, we do not have a lot of wealth in our community, right? We're still learning about how to build wealth and and being financially literate, something else that you don't learn in school.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Um, And I guess, you know, the the thing that I, that this makes me think about is, you know, do we, you know should we re-examine uh, affirmative action or like if, if there's if there was a way to change it you know how should it be changed because i don't think it needs i don't think you can get rid of it um but because just because you know when someone's looking at a name on a resume you you, you hear i mean you read like when some folks read like you know laquisha brown out you know what i mean that's yeah. that's why it's still necessary because you get stuff like that
0: so dan but, uh, i want to ask you because you're former military right cuz I actually heard about this, right? Where uh, people getting promoted in the military um, based off and there were, there are problems with race, right? And they tried to they tried to get rid of pictures, right? Looking at like pictures when they, when people were up for promotion and what what people started to get uh, discriminated against were their names now. Like if you had like a black sounding name like Jackson or Williams, right? So yeah. Like, what are your thoughts? Like, did you go through that or should I have never asked that question? <laughs> no, no, no. The, the How many Force people
1: was... did you deny? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Putting you was... all the way
0: on the spot here. <laughs> Air Force was slightly
3: progressive with that because they didn't yeah. have boards. They, they had strictly testing. You had to test for your rank in the Air Force. Mm. So okay. you get a book of um, basic Air Force knowledge. Uh, and then also you have to get a book of your career field. And you study both and you have to take two tests and you get an average of the the two test scores and only so many people are promoted based on how they score on that test. Mm -hmm. Now, the Army had that other problem that you were alluding to, because they are looking at it's a board. You have to stand up in front of a board and they ask you a series of questions and then they look at your paperwork. And I think that was more of an issue with the Army. So the Air Force. And I think the Air Force is trying to get away from. I need to talk to someone that's still in, but they they wanted to get away from actually taking the test because people felt that that was unfair because there are other people that are good test takers, so yeah. they want to go to a board. It's like this: whatever you you choose to do, there's going to be problems with. it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well,
1: there's no perfect solution, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> kind of what I was getting into, right? Like, you know, if there, if there, if you know, if. if you know, how would you change the, the, some of the affirmative action laws? Like, what, what else can we do, right, to ensure that there's no discrimination? Because the, the guy, um, Sahih, that you were talking about um, with us, been trying to chip away at it, you know, little by little, Yeah. He, um, is either him or it might have been somebody else. But there, I saw a quote basically saying, like, the only way that you get rid of racial discrimination is, is to stop discriminating. And by that, the person meant that you stop having these laws that discriminate, but unfortunately, you uh-huh. need these laws so that people recognize that hey, I would have let this amazing person go just because their name was, you know, Benita the apple bomb or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. Yeah. It, this this is just one that like kind of just again it just it just makes me want to go back and, and read up on some things and, and just yeah. it just makes me like sit back and think.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, the people that are against affirmative action, they don't want to know history. They don't want to look at history, right? Uh, and look, they're okay with the fact that uh, it's, it's amazingly fucked up, right? They're okay with the fact that there are more Black people. There are, black people are only 12% of the population, but majority in the, in the jail system, right? And we are the most, um, we have the most, the highest jail population in the world. The highest even close. jail population in the world, way more than China. They have a billion people. Way more than India. They have a billion people. And we have more people in jail than them, right? And most of them are black. Like, <laughs> like it's really India's that a and billion you're trying to take away people? from an action. Like it's really yeah. fucked up.
1: <laughs> is India, uh, India's, India's at a billion people now? Yeah, yeah India's at a billion. Yeah, I didn't realize that. They've been at a billion for a long time. Actually,
2: I
0: think they passed China, know. right? They may have passed. I
2: don't, China. I don't know about that.
0: Uh, yeah, we we'll have to look this up. Yeah, we're getting some feedback. Uh, what's up, Mo? Thanks for joining. Hey, Jose, how's it going? Thanks for joining. Um, I really like this restream stuff because I can see like all of the everyone who's commented on all the platforms and like. In That's WordPress. what's up, man. Yeah. Nice. So. So yeah, I'm liking this. All right,
1: it's gonna be, up, gonna be a thing from
0: now on. I'm patting right, myself doing, in the man. back.
1: <laughs> I did good. <laughs> I mean, he did all right. I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> Nicholas is like time. the
0: biggest hater.
1: It's my biggest.
0: <laughs> give me no compliments at all. <laughs> <to> <laughs> like, I, I'll get, I'll get, I, I, will get the uh, the brand new camera, right? Um, that looks worlds more better, more better, worlds better <laughs> than like my previous camera. Nicholas was like. It's a little bit better. <laughs> oh, I'll, get, I'll get the super nice microphone. And you'll be like, you sound a little bit better. <laughs> it's all right. guy. <laughs> <laughs> <dead and> <laughs> okay, no right. compliments from him. <laughs>
1: you, you want a compliment? Thank you for starting on time this evening. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's busy as hell this week, too. So you better
0: be lucky. <laughs> it was time. I was so stressed this week. <laughs> Um, I'm happy it worked out. Uh, yeah, but no, this is good stuff.
1: Yeah. Any other thoughts, fellas, before we close out? Nope. I just want to
3: congratulate you guys for hitting 50, man. I think it's a testament to your incredible range, uh, and I I like that you guys are able to bring that chemistry no matter if you're talking about Marvel movies or (laughs) we're talking about uh, civil rights. So I just
0: wanted to, to tip
3: my hat to you, gentlemen.
0: Oh, thank you so much, and thank you for like joining us and like, like sponsoring us, like just coming, just 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 being. We'd love to have you more, man. Love love you to come on more often, man. I know you got kids. Um, <laughs> you yeah, a chef now, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I saw your chef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dan Dan went to culinary school. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. It was a school of the Amazon marketplace. <laughs> yes, does, a lot of
3: confusion
0: on Facebook behind that.
1: <laughs> Were you on Chopped?
0: <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. no, my 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 cooking goes to like just ordering always kitchen oh, every other day. <laughs> right. We got
3: to Nick. Come on, man. We got to do. We got to get them better than that
1: uh this brother i do comma too you know, this guy's living in a dorm room so <laughs> yeah. i gotta get him living. a bigger i gotta get her i gotta get him a spotlight with more than a hot plate before we can get him even better you know what i'm saying <laughs> okay so you have a working microwave <laughs> i do have a,
0: a working microwave uh, sure. <laughs> I, do, I do have a working microwave thank you very much for that <laughs> Yeah. Uh no man. No, it's 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 been good. No, it's it's been it's been I cannot believe I did not think we'll make it this far, to be honest with you, Nicholas. Um like,
1: yeah, I had no idea what where what, what was gonna go, what was gonna happen. You
0: know, <laughs> so definitely looking forward to trying to grow this uh, and whatnot. It's been fun to hear feedback from people too. Like uh
1: even bad like, feedback.
0: Yeah, even bad <laughs> We've got a couple of haters on YouTube. Like, <laughs> we oh, well, during the Cal house case, I read a couple of them. It was like, well, it was an AR fifteen, not an AK forty seven. You can't <laughs> talk about this case. I'm like,
2: it's <laughs> 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 wow. The
0: semantics, yeah. really. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, <laughs> but no, it's it's been great to hear uh, people's feedback. I know one of a lot of people's favorite episode was the one I was a bridesman. I hear a lot of, yeah,
1: that's
0: pretty funny. <laughs> a lot of feedback. A lot of people like laughed with like Nicholas, like congratulated you for like busting my balls in that or whatever. <laughs> uh, I was a little concerned about showing my coworkers that, but they enjoyed it so far, right? Because they, they yeah. see they see this thing and they're like, "Well, what the hell is this?" He when I'm on like Zoom calls, I'm like, "Oh, yeah. I do a I I do a podcast." And they're like, "What?" <laughs> 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 so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, sure we're going to cancel yeah. in like 10 years, though.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't run for I'm public gonna run, office.
0: Oh, nah. I'm going to run for president, and then they're going to pick up this podcast, and they're like, well, Saheed, so you said.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh, o- only if you run Republican.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> no, they uh, gotta for like doing a podcast with Omar. He's like, who's this brown
2: guy? <laughs> yeah, then they're gonna deport you. Like, how are you gonna deport me? I was born here. <laughs> We're gonna send you to Haiti. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wrong countries, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: so hilarious.
0: Um Totally off topic. Have you guys been watching any of like the like any shows, the uh, Peacemakers on, uh, what is the Book of Boba Fett, any of that stuff? I've been
3: Today's watching um, the Netflix show called um, Ozark. 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 Haven't,
0: okay, I
2: have to try that. Yeah, okay. I haven't started the, the the current season. The first one was really good. Um, okay. The Boba Fett's episode that came out today, it's a treat. Enjoy it.
0: Okay. Good. It. I want to talk I mean, about it with you guys, we, we We were talking about uh, Boba Fett for a little bit, and I told Nicholas, I don't care about Boba Fett. I
1: just don't. <laughs> it hasn't been I, good. I, it hasn't been good.
0: I mean, there, oh, there, there, there,
1: there
0: have been a couple of snippets. Like, I think the train scene was pretty good. Um,
3: a train
1: scene, but what with, with story? There's no story <laughs> Okay, but watch right?
2: today's episode. I, gotta,
1: oh, I haven't be... watched
3: any. I gotta watch it. I haven't
1: seen any episode. <laughs> I mean, before. one 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 scene cannot be the saving grace for an entire TV show. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. I,
2: trust yeah. me. Watch. Don't say anything <laughs> I, until you watch today's episode. I will watch then, today's episode, and then right. I'm gonna be monitoring our chat, and yeah. I'm gonna see what you guys are gonna say.
1: Okay. Uh, I, I've enjoyed Peacemaker for sure.
2: Yeah. Um. I gotta
3: watch
1: that one too. And I, you know, randomly, like on HBO, there's a show called Warrior. Right. It's, it's uh yeah, it's I two seasons that. so yeah. Omar I thought you would I don't know if you watched it you watch Omar
2: yeah I I finished that a, a while ago actually I think as soon as it dropped
1: Jeez, it is seasons. dope man it's it's yeah. based on a story it's based on an idea from Bruce Lee right and there's a ton of homages oh, to Bruce Lee in there I gotta watch that um and it's yeah it's,
2: uh, sorry a, a little bit more uh accurately I guess I mean not that you're wrong but it was ideas that Bruce Lee had. To turn into another show or like a movie yeah but obviously he passed away he never got around to it so they they did that they completed that like his vision for a show and it's basically like a chinese western but like with martial arts mm. but also based on dope. a lot of like
1: there's some historical you know, truth historical,
2: in historical it. facts yeah there's a lot of you know about how um you know how far back the chinese have have been laboring in this
1: country yeah. yeah, I think it's yeah, been it since takes like the 1800s to when they were building the railroads. Yep. yep, and they were treated like trash. Yeah.
3: You market you know what I mean? their shows better, man. I didn't even know about this one,
1: dude. I, it just came up because I was watching <laughs> some other stuff, and it was just like, so, what the hell is this?" Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, definitely got to so, do that. I think I, I watch. I, I have a lot of TV, so right now it's just Book of Boba Fett, Peacemaker. I think that's the two that's on the docket right now, and I'll probably move on to something else. Uh, yeah, we got to start. We
1: got to talk about those next week for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, Jose asked, oh, you mean like the Kung Fu show with uh David Carradine? Um, nope. What was like David Carradine show? It was called Kung
1: Fu. It was called Kung Fu. It called
3: Kung Fu. My pops yeah. used
0: to love that show, man.
1: That was another one that from Bruce Lee, they, they, um,
3: yeah, they recast it the right because Bruce yeah. was supposed to be in that. Yeah. Oh, really? He was supposed
1: to be the he was supposed to be the David Carradine character.
0: Yeah, it was his idea. Yeah. So they whitewashed it. Damn, <laughs> shocking. <Yeah.
2: laughs> hey, quick! Totally <laughs> off topic. Dan, is it your birthday today? It is, man. Happy oh, birthday! Shit. I just saw it on Facebook. What? The yeah. Fuck? yeah. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday.
0: birthday! Thank you. Happy thank birthday! You. What are we 42 43?
3: I'm <laughs> 37.
2: <laughs> man. Don't <prove> me <laughs> Nicholas is like, ah, oh, you kids.
1: <laughs> hey, they wouldn't know about looking at us. I'll tell you that. No, that is true. That is true. I'm pretty well, sure I look you older day,
0: than that. Thank you. man. You'll look appreciate. a day older, older than 25. No, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> 37, yeah, we old as shit in the show. You know, I couldn't even get this.
1: I couldn't even get this connected until I
0: was like 30,
1: man. Uh, There's still no connection. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Nicholas, you're so lucky you got to say that before me.
1: (laughs) When I let it grow, it just looks like button chops. (laughs) I got the the Wolverine beard.
0: You gotta do what you gotta do. Is it, is it kind of QB when you try to connect it, Nicholas? Is it, There's nothing there.
1: There's just nothing, nothing there. <laughs>
0: just oh nothing. my god. Um. Man. Oh, oh oh, Jose. So Jose, he put a, he posted a meme uh, on Facebook. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, he said last week's episode of Boba uh, of, uh, last week's episode of uh, a Fett was Elmer Fudd hunting the rabbit looking for a droid. <laughs> um. Pretty much.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm gonna watch it tonight. Um, trying to stay up too long for it. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's past someone's bedtime, so we gotta go.
1: I won't name yeah. who, but <laughs> it's the guy in the uh sock hat down on the bottom there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> he, has, he has to go, um, to, to his girlfriend. That means his car.
2: <laughs> I, actually, I, I have to go help my friend set up his uh, Wi-Fi network at his uh, his hookup bar. Oh, OK. So they're like registers and stuff like aren't running. So.
1: Also known as married man needs an excuse to leave the house. I mean, that's just like, uh, hey, babe, I know it's uh, 10 o'clock. I'm going to go help set up his Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I fear wings. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, it's, yeah, it's I, 2022, I gotta, bro. Do, uh, I, I got to go set up the Wi-Fi at Buffalo
0: Wild <laughs> 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 Yeah. How hard is it to set up Wi-Fi?
1: how <laughs> I check you just plug it in, right? I mean... <laughs>
0: Don't they have a guy that comes to do that?
2: (laughs) Uh, They're talking about a hookup bar.
0: Yeah. Um, (sighs) Okay. Well, it's been fun. Thank you guys so much for, for watching.